Welcome to episode two of a two-part series. We did the season premiere of this show and now we're doing the season finale. We just had David Limbrick in to discuss a few things about bills and amendments and hopefully we can get our heads around what's actually happening. Because I think too often the politicians rely on our ignorance to get stuff through. So I'm very thankful to have David here to um, pull the curtain back, I would say, is what you've been doing for me this last few months. Mm. As they do in The Wizard of Oz. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. What are we talking about, David? Okay, so uh, the government at the last election, they made a promise to uh, amend the constitution of Victoria to ban fracking. Now, Well, it's if, already banned. It's already banned. So fracking, if you're not familiar, is a technology to get gas and oil out sure, of the ground. Sure. Um, lots of people don't like it. Um, that's not really what the issue is with this bill. So there's a bill that came before Parliament last week called the Constitution Amendment Fracking Ban yeah. 2020 Bill. Yeah. And what they're doing is, yes, it's already banned. What they're doing is putting it into the Constitution. Now, if that sounds weird to people... It's because it, it is. It's because it is. So most people who are familiar with constitutions, you know, they might not be familiar with the Constitution of Victoria, but, you know, they've got organisations that they might belong to or, you know, political parties or, you know, e even yeah. like schools and things have, you know, constitution. these constitutions. Yeah. Constitution usually sets out the powers of the body that you're yeah. talking about. It yeah. sets out the limitations, yeah. sets out some procedures. And that's pretty much what the Victorian constitution does. And so putting a technology prohibition in the constitution... Well, a policy position. A policy position in the, in the constitution... That's outrageous. ...is a very weird thing to do. Now, we already have other technologies that are prohibited in Victoria. They're not in the constitution. Let's put them all in the constitution. Yeah, well... Joke. Yeah, so we have the, um, the Nuclear Activities Prohibition Act 1983, which prohibits basically nearly all um, nuclear... Uh, nuclear fuel cycle activities in Victoria. And we had put that in during the Cold War. Uh, oh, so it's modern and relevant then. Have you seen nuclear... I know we don't want to talk about nuclear, but techno it's not the same as it was. I think we should have that discussion anyway. Yes, Next yes. I'm, I had a lot to do with nuclear technology. But we can talk about that because another time. Because you're a physicist, just as an aside. People don't realise you're not just a poly trying to get... You are a... Um, I'm not a physicist. But sorry, sorry. Yeah, I, I did study physics at university and computer science, but yeah. not, so you're I'm a not a physicist. You're though. a giant nerd, in other words. All right, I'm so sorry, back, yeah. back to the Constitution. So I could talk about nuclear all day, but we're not going to talk about nuclear. Uh, um, so you might ask, why are they trying to put this in the Constitution? Well, there's a very good reason they're trying to do that. It's to undermine future democratic attempts to remove it uh, because to remove this out of the Constitution, it doesn't require a simple majority like it does to put it in. It requires a three-fifths majority. So it makes it very, very difficult for any future democratically elected government to remove. Okay, so you can introduce stuff into the Constitution willy-nilly here in Victoria, but you can't remove it unless you get a three-fifths. For these this particular, yeah, it's a bit more complex than that. But yeah, in this particular case, yes, that's what would happen. So they're trying to sneak this. I love our Labor government. I'm a, such a big fan. <laughs> they should stay in power forever. Uh, all right, so you're going to be having a live stream with an absolute... Expert on this, constitutional expert. Uh, yes, Professor, Professor Greg, Taylor. Greg Taylor from the Uni of Adelaide. Yes, on Tuesday. So um, he he's uh, a very learned man with regards to constitutional law. In fact, he literally wrote the book 
on the Victorian Constitution. So, so what, what is his initial reaction? Give us a high, uh, teaser for Tuesday. What was his... I think, it, yeah, he was sort of hoping that this bill had died during the pandemic and they weren't going to introduce it. I think... So he um, thinks it's bad. I think it's embarrassing was the thing. So there's <laughs> he a, called it embarrassing. Yeah, there's, look, there's a few uh, issues with it. So firstly, putting policy positions into the constitution mm. is a really dangerous oh, yeah. precedent yeah. and very undemocratic. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, what other policy positions do we want to put in the constitution? Do we not care about something if we don't put it in the constitution oh, wow. now? Like yeah. you can imagine where this is going, right? Yeah. Um, but secondly, he actually questions whether it's even enforceable. So, what? yeah, so under the Australia Act, which governs yeah, constitutions, yeah. 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 Um, you're not allowed to, uh, now I'm not an expert on this, yep. but he seems to think, and apparently many constitutional experts seem to think that you're not allowed to uh, limit the uh, scope of what government can legislate on. And so oh, if a future government removed a fracking ban, but yeah. didn't remove it from the constitution and it went to court, yeah. he seems to be of the opinion that they would rule out the constitutional ban anyway. Oh. So really this just sounds like a big virtue signaling exercise. I'm shocked. I think, yes. And I think the real, the real reason that they want to do it is because they're prom the government's promoting this idea that the coalition have some secret plan to allow fracking, even though their stated policy position is to not allow They're fracking. They're wedging them. So, yeah. So if Liberals, which is why the Liberals have voted for this, right? Yeah. So the Liberals are very aware of um, the issues around putting policy positions in the Constitution. Yes. If you read through their second reading speeches last week, I was yeah. watching them all. Yeah. They were all very aware of the dangerous precedent this is, this is setting. They were very concerned about it. Um, but they voted for it anyway. Um, because if they vote against it, Labor will slam them for... Yeah, so Labor would say, oh, you secretly want to bring in fracking and all that sort of stuff. And um, wow. yeah, so I've been trying to kick up a bit of a stink about it um, because I think regardless of your views on fracking, it's sort of irrelevant to what we're talking about here. Mm. Putting policy, you know, technology prohibitions into the constitution is a very, very dangerous precedent, I think, because in future people will be saying, well, you know, we don't really care about something unless we're putting it into the constitution. And, you know, who knows with these te technology changes, right? Of course. Maybe there'll be new technologies. I mean, one of the, one of the things we're not quite certain about is um, fracking technology is also used for uh, certain types of geothermal energy. Right. So hot rocks geothermal, they use fracking technology for that. Does that mean we're not going to be able to use hot rock uh, geothermal uh, technology ever? And like there's a whole, whole bunch of issues here. And like when, you know, technologies start out, often there's problems with yes. it and then they fix them later on, yeah. right? But yeah. what we're doing here is we're saying uh, it doesn't matter. We're just going to ban it forever. Well, we're um, altering the DNA of Victoria's government constitution. That's, yeah. no, no, don't alter the DNA. Leave it alone. Yeah, so... I, I think I called this uh, constitutional graffiti was mm. um, my uh, comment on it. But, yeah, look, I, I think it's wrong what they're doing. Regardless of your position on fracking, they shouldn't be doing this to the Constitution. I'm uh, So, like I said, I'm doing a live stream on Tuesday with Professor Taylor. He's going to explain to people the issues around this. Um, we're also trying to brief 
uh, crossbenchers about the issue, the constitutional issues here. To block and it in the upper house. No, but you can't because the libs will vote for it in the upper well, house. Well, libs can change their vote in the upper house. I mean, they're not... Oh, good luck. I yeah. think this is going through. Probably. But look, I think we need to expose what the government is doing here. Um, I'm sick of it. I yeah. feel like I spend my whole life trying to expose what bad governments are doing. Yeah. I would rather be out of this job. Not, not that <laughs> I've been paid a single cent for doing it. <laughs> But what a horrible thing. I wish it didn't have to. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. But look, I, I think I'm hoping that common sense will prevail and that people say, yeah, maybe sticking stuff in the Constitution like this isn't such a great idea and maybe we should take a stand against that. That's what I'm hoping. Okay. Shall we end episode two here? Is there anything else? I think that's it on that one. That's it. Okay, check out episode one of our two-part series if you want to see some common sense around the state of emergency extension. That was a really good chat we had. And now I guess it's off to um, the Afghan gallery. Let's plug them we, because... All right, let's do a quick small business plug. So there is a restaurant in Brunswick, I think, called Afghan Gallery. So back in the 80s, they started. Uh, I think it's one of the oldest restaurants. In yes, before... They told me before Brunswick was gentrified... It was a lot of migrants in the area and, and they, they were there. They were the de facto uh, consulate general for Afghanistan back then because there was none in Australia. People would come in and they would help them with giving them a job in the kitchen and visas and so on. Anyway, long story short, we've both eaten there. We both think the food is amazing. And if you don't, we need to make sure our institutions in Victoria are not disappearing. How many... Have you seen a bunch of um, thir pe restaurants like... We've been here for 24 years... We've got to bid you good day. It was a great buy. And they're closing down. Yeah, look, um, I worked in the city for many, many years. And the other week, I went around, went out for lunch. And I went walking around just to check out, you know, the regular places that I used to go to every day. Very sad. There's a Korean... I love Korean barbecue. I went to Korean... I used to go there all the time when I worked in the, worked in the private sector. Smell like smoke every day, but yum. Yeah, but they're gone. They're, they're gone. Gone. Like locked doors, yep. dark inside, dusty mail under the doors. Like, oh, oh wow. No. So many of these small joints that, you know, I used to go to all the time. They're just gone. Like, you know, if people ask me now, what's your, what's your favourite restaurant? I have to, like, check to... Are See, are they there? actually still there? Like, I don't even know. Um, so it's yeah, it's pretty sad. I was happy that one place was still going. Uh, you want to plug them? Golden Barbecue. Where? In, in uh, Burke Street Mall in the Target Centre. What do they do? Uh, Chinese noodles mostly. Oh, but, yeah. and the hanging ducks in the window. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those. They've got the big pieces of pork and ducks. Oh, and, Golden Barbecue in Burke Street. Yeah, they do really good. Um, my favourite one from there is... Uh, they do like a wonton noodle soup with uh, barbecue pork, and it's yeah. it's really nice. Yeah. Do you go to Sydney much? I used to, yeah. Not anymore. Oh, because of the lockdown. I no, no, I used to with work, but yeah, not since I've been an MP. I haven't really gone to Sydney much. But, All right, yeah. so I'm going to let out a secret uh, for everyone out there. There is a secret food court in mm. the yeah, yeah semi-secret. It's no one knows about it. It's underneath Woolworths, opposite the QVB. Okay. So in the middle of Sydney, there's a Queen Victoria building and there's a, there's a Woolworths Metro, like a Woolworths just on the corner opposite. You actually, have, to get to this food court is quite tricky. You have to walk into Woolworths. You've got to go up past the uh, toothpaste and that kind of section on the main level that you come in on. You go out that ex exit inside into the building and then there's a stairway. You go down this big 
um, winding stairway and down there is this massive food court with about eight different so there's a Vietnamese there's a Chinese there's an Indian it's all like traditional you know a bit run down um, cheap as they've been an institution in Sydney for decades I hope they're still there I haven't had lunch you're making me hungry so <laughs> welcome to discernible that's what we're doing about. so go check out the secret food court underneath Woolworths in Sydney CBD alright thanks for coming Thanks for having me. All right. I wouldn't want some Chinese pork right now, actually. Which one, Char Siu, the red one, or the yeah, crispy? It's the, it's the, oh, they have both at that place. No, but what do you like? I like the Char Siu, yeah. Really? It's very sweet, salty. Yeah, it's nice. In soup, it's good, I reckon. Oh, yeah, because that would move the flavor. Yeah, yeah, the soup sort of goes a bit red from it, though, but it's it's okay. I don't know what chemicals are in it. Do you eat a lot of Chinese, uh, Asian at home? Because your wife's Japanese, right? Yeah, yeah, we have um, Japanese all the time, and we actually had Korean barbecue last night. I'm going to have another one tonight because we've got this great <laughs> big pack of, <laughs> of meat from Costco. And it's like, oh, you do it at home? Yeah, yeah, oh, just, yeah, just on the barbecue, yeah, yeah. Okay. My wife made some sauces, and you just get the sli slices of meat on the charcoal and then dip them in the sauce and eat it. And that's oh. really good. I reckon I we, so much last night. We can unite all the warring factions in Victoria, including Dan Andrews and Liberals, if we just get them to all unify around some good food. Barbecues. Everyone loves barbecues. Do Every MP culture loves barbecues. Like, well, do you guys eat together? Do MPs? Yeah, we have lunch together. They actually have barbecues outside at Parliament. Op quite from, often. from opposite sides. Would you, are you going to see yeah. Craig Kelly and Tanya Plibersek having a sausage? Oh, I don't know. You know what I, I sometimes mean? sit with the Labor guys. Like, oh, yeah, but you're, you're a crossbench. Yeah. Do you see the libs and the Labor sitting down? No, no, no. Okay. No, not very often. All right. No, not very often.